This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. It says right here in this account we have $401,000. Jackpot. Nope. Uh, that says you have a 401k account. If you liquidate that right now, you'll have maybe $5,000. So what happened to the other $396,000? What is wrong with the two of you? Live from Joe's mom's party basement, it's The Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and today we're prognosticating the future, and we're predicting it too. And we've got a helper, the star of today's show, a magic eight ball that Len Penzo purchased at Walmart. And speaking of, he's the purveyor of truth and buyer of eight balls. Oh, wait, no, not eight. Well, eight balls. Got to get that emphasis right. It's Len Penzo. And the guy who we predict will co-host a podcast in 2024. It's OG. And, of course, the woman with a documentary so beloved, it's probably the reason Netflix stayed afloat in 2023. It's Paula Pant. And now, a guy who I predict will start talking right after this intro, it's Joe Salcihai. And happy Friday, everyone. Sit back, relax. You found us. This is the Stacking Benjamin Show, and I am Joe Salcihai. I have show money on Twitter. I can't wait for today's episode to get rolling because much like uh, children wait for the holiday season, I wait for this every year to see... If Mr. Penzo's Walmart purchased amazing, lately amazingly pedestrian <laughs> eight ball, <laughs> it's going to be fantastic this year. Before we go to Len to ask how the athlete, aka the eight ball, is doing, and maybe do a pregame interview with the eight ball, let's uh, see who else is here with us. Mr. OG, happy Friday. I'm kind of figure how to do it. There it is. Yes. Hearts. Hearts for everyone. And on an audio podcast, he makes hearts. Uh, for the YouTube people, congratulations, you got that. And get to see it to his right on the Zoom screen, Paula Pant from Afford Anything joins us from Manhattan. Yes, I do. Hello. It's amazing to be here once again. Happy New Year. Happy 2024, Paula. Why, thank you. Thank you. Cheers to that. What does a Paula Pant do on New Year's Eve? For the last two New Year's in a row, I've been in Atlanta. 
So it's very low key because I'm with my parents and they're 83 years old. So just mellow night at home with the 83 year old. Partying like an 83 year old is what you're exactly. doing. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know, man. I met your parents. I bet they can bring it. I bet they can bring it. <laughs> yeah, with, with they the d- walker. They disguise it you know? behind that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you better keep the conga line moving or you get whacked with the walker, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Mr. Penzo, I know you're here, but did you bring the champion with you? I did bring the champion here, as we can see right here. Uh, we've got the talking yeah. version. I also have, in case the talking version peters out, because um, to be honest, my talking eight ball has not been feeling well lately. So maybe I, real quick, I'll just ask and make sure see how it's doing. Uh, Magic eight ball, uh, are you feeling better today? You can rely on that. Oh, well, that's good. It's in good mood. You know what, though, Len? You take the Magic 8-Ball the last few years. I would kind of call your 8-Ball a fibber <laughs> a little bit. Well, well, now, wait a minute. I can't remember how it did, you know, the last time we did this. Did it pull it out or did it lose? I forgot. I, I, I can't remember. It was barely. It was right at that 500 line. I mean, it was a coin right flip. neck and neck. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, it can't be better than a coin flip. That's a lose. Yeah, that's a lose. Well, hopefully but, but I got to say, this is the second eight ball we had. This is the replacement eight ball. Remember the first one you had that got too foamy. That thing was amazing. Still here. Still here. I can barely see the answers in here. But if we need to, I can always go to it. I don't know. There's a big piece of me that thinks we need to bring that one back. But you know what we need to do first to celebrate the fact it's 2024? What's that? It's this. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. But because it's 2024, guys, we're going to double down and take this. Check this out. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Impressive. They don't do that on Afford Anything, Paula. Ooh, ouch. (laughs) Them fighting words. Starting off the new year salty. Hey, Joe, uh, you should have asked the eight ball if it wanted to listen to an ad. Well, let's do it now. Eight ball, did you want to listen to those brilliant sponsors of the Stacking Benjamin show? Yes, it is certain. See? Wow. 
How about that? Wow, Magic 8-Ball supports the Stacking Benjamins podcast. It's a team player. It is a team player. I got to say, Paula, because Paula and I are part of the uh, Cumulus Radio Network. I was sweating that one a little bit. (laughs) 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 I hope it says, yeah, it's so... John Wardock and Teresa Gage don't fire us. Like if I get a call right after this, uh, Teresa? Uh, yeah, what are you looking for, yeah. Teresa? Pack your bags, Joe. They're like, well, we were just in a conference with the Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magic 8-Ball said, we don't want to hear from you, Teresa. That always goes over well when you talk to the corporate overlords. Uh, we've got a great show today, Magic 8-Ball. So let's uh, get moving. to start off reviewing seeing how the eight ball did last year and uh paula we began our questioning with this from you will the u.s officially enter a recession in the year 2023 oh boy are we back in politics again (laughs) are we not in a recession presently um we're technically technically we are not uh yet in what is officially defined as a recession. According to what? Two negative GDP <laughs> quarters, right? Isn't that the... <laughs> uh, no, no. So that while that is the um, common usage, like that's sort of the pop definition, it is not the official sanction term. So there's an organization that declares whether or not a recession uh, has taken place. Is this like Poxitani Phil has to Indeed. see his recession <laughs> shadow? What has that official organization used as their official diagnostic test for the last... I don't know, 65 years, <laughs> two negative GDP quarters. You know, I think that organization, they'll backtrack. Well, no, so I, I, I can look up the name of this organization, uh, you know. And it turns out it's the MBER. Actually, I think that OG was about to say that there, but uh, it's the National Bureau of Economic Research. So we ask it if we are going to go into recession. And by the way, the answer to that question, of course, was no, we, we did right. not hit it. So. No matter, OG, how you felt at the time, we <laughs> sidestepped it, as a lot of people said. Do you guys think that's going to continue? Well, maybe we ask the eight ball that later. I don't know. Ooh. But, um, but but what did the eight ball say? What was the eight ball's prediction? We, we'll get there in a second. Uh, I'm, I'm building uh, the thirst. The agony. <laughs> Speaking of thirst. She's like, just just tell us. All right, fine, the, fine. We'll find out no, what the no, eight ball no, no, said. No, 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 so, no, build, 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 build. Let it linger. <laughs> well, Paul, I was going to ask you, though, it didn't, to a lot of people, it didn't feel like a good year. Like there was so much negativity in the zeitgeist. Right. You know, what's interesting is that this is the year in which economic data and economic sentiment have been miles apart. I mean, sometimes that happens, but this year more so than any other year, I think has been characterized by the gulf between the data and the sentiment. Sentiment is highly pessimistic, and that can be quantified by things like the number of people on Glassdoor.com who are looking up uh, layoffs, for example, who are anticipating uh, a potential layoff, even though that hasn't happened to them yet, right? You, you contrast I think you're going to say that. the number of people on Glassdoor.com who are bitching, because there's a lot uh, yeah. of people on Glassdoor.com any day that are bitching, but if that number goes up, you know, we're probably looking at bad times. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like you look at that search data for people who are fearing a layoff and then you contrast that against the unemployment rate, right? We have historically a uh, 50-year low unemployment, and that's just one of many examples. An example uh, after example after example, we see that the economy is doing incredibly well. We also see that people feel really bad. 
Well, the reason so, they feel bad, and I'll tell you that the real answer, the real reason is inflation. So your purchasing power goes down. You feel like you're not doing so well. And I think inflation has taken away a lot of people's- Even if you do have a job, Len? Well, Even I, if you do have a job, you feel like your dollar's not going as far as what you're saying? Of course. Of course. If, if you feel your living standard is dropping, then you're not doing well, even if you- have a job. So again, that's in contrast to if you have a stock portfolio and stocks have been doing very well. So, you know, mm-hmm. I guess it all depends on your measurement. I think the average person out there though, they probably use their purchasing power. That that's their main gauge and I think inflation has just bit into that this year. The answer to this question, again the question was, will the National Bureau of Economic Research show that the US will officially enter a new recession? In 2023, before December 1st, the answer was no. This is what the eight ball said. The answer you seek is yes. Well, we're off and running, aren't we? Ooh. The uh, eight ball gets it wrong. Eight ball missed that one. It's early. I forgot the eight ball had a name, Mr. Predicto. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Predicto. Mr. Maybe Predicting. I've been just calling him the eight ball. When in fact, his name is Mr. Predicto. When we look at it, though, the eight ball might have been feeling the sentiment. Like, I got to give it to the eight ball. Certainly felt at the time like, man, uh, to OG's point there that we heard from early last year that maybe things aren't that great. Uh, Let's move on. Len had the next question, and this is what he asked. So I bonds are got a lot of press in 2022. They were throwing off. returns of, uh, I think, over 9% May through November. And then the latest I-bond was in at 6.89%. My question for the eight ball here is, will the I-bond interest rate that is uh, announced in November of 2023, will that be under 6%? We went from, hold on, to just so everybody knows that isn't familiar with this, we went from an I-bond that was at 9+, to an I-bond that was at six plus, and you're saying, is it going to continue to deteriorate? That's really kind of yes. what you're asking here. Yes. So will the I-bond go below 6% in November of 2023? The answer, by the way, is it yes, it, it certainly did. And it looks like, uh, Len, it may trend even lower. Yeah, that's where it's going. I mean, it's kind of a lagging indicator, but uh, so yeah, right now uh, there's nothing to suggest it's going to go higher, but you never know. We'll see. We'll, I guess we'll find out in May. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out what the Magic 8-Ball said right here. So the answer was yes. Did the 8-Ball think it was yes? Yes. Without question. Wow. Very definitive there, there Len. And that should be two points because it was so confident. So we should give the 8-Ball <laughs> two points for that one. And it should have only lost half a point because it felt like we were in a recession. Do we have to put the applause in for the? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We do got to put I some applause it. in. I think. There you go. Nice job. Very good. Remember, this is like my kids. The eight ball is like my son. So I, you know, I, I, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> one to one. It kind of feels the same as the sporting events where the team's down by a lot and the athlete spends way too much time cheering. Like, come on, just play the game. So here we go. Uh, speaking of play the game, OG had the next question. Yeah, so I'll just keep it going on the recession talk slash interest rates. Will the Federal Reserve lower rates in 2023? So will they, by December 1st, what do we want to ask? The, the rates will are lower? lower rates. Not rates are lower, but will they have a lowering 
Oh, will there be mm. a lowering invest? So even a if it just cut. will there be a rate yeah, cut? Rate will there be a rate cut? Yep. Will there be a rate cut in twenty three? Okay, this is interesting. The answer, of course, was that we did not get a rate cut during that time. OG close. Next best thing was they said we're good, which is what uh, has caused the market to respond very positively. Uh, one would think over the last, uh, well, what maybe six weeks or so. It's been kind of on a tear in six weeks. Going to be interesting to ask it what happens in 2024 because sure feels like we got a lot of rate cuts coming. Shh. Oh, Shh. I, I don't want to pre-ask <laughs> the question. I got my question lined yeah. up. Well, I'm just pontificating. I'm not asking the eight ball. Let's see what the eight ball said on this one. The answer was no. What did the eight ball say? That is a likely outcome. I, last year we took that as a yes. I think we took and uh, and it was a likely outcome. OG, it was <laughs> definitely <Jeez. laughs> it was definitely a likely outcome, and it it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Close though. I mean, next best thing. So to Len's point, because it's one of his kids, we can award it half a point <laughs> for being close, like horseshoes and hand grenades. Uh, All right, let's see. Uh, I'm up next in the first round. So we've got eight ball uh, one to two against. So here's uh, the last question around one. I'm going to start with this question from uh, longtime stacker Matt Kramer. Matt's question, this won't be the official question, was will gold or Bitcoin be the better buy next year? We can't answer that because that's be a yes, no question, Matt. So I'm going to change it up for you a little bit, buddy. I'm going to ask, will returns of gold beat the return in Bitcoin next year? Will the return in gold between January 1st through December 1st beat the return in Bitcoin? How about that one? I want to know that answer. Well, this is, this is interesting because at the time we asked this, we thought we were going into recession. I would have, And Bitcoin was in the can it was in the crapper yeah as uh the late charlie munger said he called it uh crypto crap <laughs> crypto crapo <laughs> crypto crapo yeah there's the munger quote crypto was crypto crapto at the time the crypto crapo did very good may he rest in peace yes crypto crapto did very good land but uh gold um how did our gold turn out for 2023 gold did very well actually but i don't think it did as good as crypto by december 1st it was probably up Oh, I don't know. 15% maybe? Maybe by December 1st? You have the answer. What are you asking me for? <laughs> I just have the answer about which one did better. And so the answer is... Oh, okay. Yeah. I think gold was up 15%, but I think crypto is way up. Bitcoin was. Yeah. And I Bitcoin think was up. Better. I think the number was a bazillion. Was a was a bazillion yeah. in 2023. Yeah. It almost probably almost doubled. And that's why, by the way, as I told Gene Chatsky before our break, uh, that's why all my money was in Ethereum was because Bitcoin went up. If I would have had Bitcoin, <laughs> it would have been different. But uh, will gold appreciate more than Bitcoin? The answer here is no. Uh, the eight ball said, what's the eight ball's name, Paula? What did you say the eight ball's name was? Mr. Predicto. Mr. Predicto. Mr. Predicto said. Yes, I am sure. Well, he was very sure. And uh, turns out he was wrong. Uh. <laughs> Mr. Predicto. Just like Chat GPT, very confidently, it's down three to one. Come on, that's a good joke. Let me just say this: the worst thing he can do is be fifty-fifty. If he's t- miserably bad, then we can do an anti-Mr. Predicto. You can still make money off of Mr. Like, Predicto like by an doing the opposite. Index? 
Yeah, it's an inverse. It's like an inverse. So, so that's okay. If we're going to be crappy, let's continue being crappy. What I don't want to see is a 50-50 again. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I think 50-50 is the kiss of death uh, for it. Yes. Uh, round two of this charade is uh, Paula <laughs> asks a great question. During that question, by the way, around crypto, we talked a lot about Sam Bankman Freed because that had just happened, right? Sam Bankman Freed mm-hmm. ends up, was it incompetence? Was it stealing? Paula, what do you think it was? Uh, well, what was he formally convicted for? He was convicted of seven counts of fraud, conspiracy, and money laundering. Well, there you go. Guilty of wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Man, I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his Wikipedia picture, too. <laughs> Just, he looks like he's over-caffeinated. He looks like he's over-caffeinated. <laughs> Just put it that way. Uh, but we go there with Paula's next question. Let's listen in. You know what? Since we're on the topic, will Sam Bankman-Fried go to jail? In 2023. Short and sweet, Len. And the answer, of course, is yes. Sam Bankman Free did go to jail. And uh, did the eight ball agree? There is no doubt. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, so Mr. Predictor got it right. Yes. That was an easy one, I thought. I thought that was a slam dunk. <laughs> I threw him a softball. Yeah, that was a softball. Good one, Paula. If you rub the magic eight ball there, Len, and Mr. Predicto goes, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Magic eight ball has two, four, and three against. We move quickly into a lens. And I wonder, will Len ask a question about precious metals? <laughs> I'm going to ask, get a do-over on the silver price. Let's hope, uh, I'm hoping anyways, will the silver price exceed $50 this year in 2023? So the question there, will silver go above 50? I remember Len having one silver expert on our show saying that silver will frustrate you longer than you will stay solvent. (laughs) Or even alive. It, It depends how long. Yeah, silver is a very frustrating metal. Yeah, did silver get close to fifty this year? I didn't follow. No, it. not even close. It, uh, I think it peaked out this year around twenty six, twenty seven, and then it's kind of fell down and around twenty two, and now it's sitting. You know, it's in the mid mid twenties still. I think so. sounds like a good buy, Len. Sounds like oh yeah, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Nothing more fun than baiting Len Penzo on precious metals. Could be the year. <laughs> It's got to be the year. All right. Let's listen here if the Magic 8 Ball. The answer is no. It did not go anywhere close to uh, 50 bucks. You can rely on that. Well, you can rely on it. Again, I feel like that's half the questions I asked. That was half the questions I asked ChatGPT this year. It would very confidently give me financial stuff that wasn't uh, in the ballpark. Well, you, you got to be confident. You gotta be. Mr. Predicto's down four to two, or is it five to two? Mr. Predicto now has Easy, missed Paula. <laughs> has now missed on four and two. Still could make it that five hundred game that Len doesn't like by the end of round two, with a hope in the last round of making this uh making this an epic year. But but we're not there. He's gotta get the next two right. So <sighs> let's let's see Gosh. what uh, OG asked it. OG, uh, you are next up with your second. It's my second one, right? Question. Okay, so yeah. just a real easy one. A couple of not so great months in 2022. 
stock market was down. The time we're recording it, there's still time. There's still hope. Come on, baby. Positive. Come on, Santa Claus rally. (laughs) (laughs) Big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. It's got to be a fat Santa Claus rally. I'm not talking about F-A-T. I'm talking about it's got to be P-H-A-T rally. That's all right with me. We need a fat rally. Baby needs new shoes. Come on, big money, no whammy. Stop. You can do it. I did read something, and I'm not much of a market predictor or, you know, I don't kind of read into a lot of this stuff, but I did read something that said after the market's down a certain amount, the statistically it's, you know, the next 12 months is going to be higher, yada, yada, yada. So this is just real simple. Is the S&P 500 in 2023 going to have a return greater than 10%? And that has to be by December 1st. Yep. All right. And OG, it turned out to be a little bit of Santa Claus for the stock market this year. It's been fantastic the last uh, five weeks, right? Yeah. And even small companies came around, not the S&P, even just bringing the other indices with it. Well, and you look at some of that stuff and you just figure that there has to be some regression to the mean. If there's going to be some big disparity, I think it was the beginning of November, the disparity between large companies and small companies was the greatest ever in terms of its underperformance, small companies underperformance to large companies. So you think, okay, well, it's not it's not a new thing. It's got to get back to even, I guess. So it's been a fun couple of weeks. It was 18%. Everybody's feeling super confident. There's a big article <laughs> in the Wall Street Journal that said, don't look at your 401k. Like, don't, don't make decisions today based on how great you think you are because it had nothing to do with you was basically the moral of that story. Oh, and how many people are going to take that advice? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the answer is yes, it did do greater than 10%. Mr. Predicto said. Yes, without question. Whoa. Hey, so Mr. Predicto now. Confident, confident. One away. Is this a rally? We get a rally? (laughs) Wow. I don't know what to do. This will be fantastic. It's like what happens when you're partying with Paula and it's like three in the morning (laughs) and you just, you're like, it's time to go to bed. And she's like, no. It's time to rally. <laughs> You're up until 6 a.m. Like, rally. And the night is so much more fun because of it. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Uh, let's go to the last question in the second round. Len, I'm going to take a question from the group. It's going to go back toward what you were asking that you weren't able to ask because of Elon Musk taking Twitter private. Tyler asked, Will someone overtake Elon Musk as richest man in 2023? Good question. By by December 1st, which really would insinuate, right? I mean, because I think he's probably on solid ground with his SpaceX work. Tesla might have some issues, but really Twitter's going to be the the good, bad, or the ugly. I think we could say Twitter was the good, bad, and the ugly because it's not even Twitter (laughs) anymore. <laughs> I, think we, I still haven't gotten used to that. The name change, by X. the way. You don't even the log in as X. You still log in as Twitter. Can, can you go to X.com and get to the same place? You, I don't even know. You can. You can. They yes. both work. Yes, you can. Uh, they both work. Yep. I had no idea. I still would go to Twitter every time I go to X. But uh, the answer to this, by the way, is interesting because somebody did overtake Elon Musk for a little bit and lend the name of the dude that overtook him. Uh, is I'm pretty sure it was Bernard Arno. And I can't remember what all he's invested in, but I mean, it's a lot of stuff. I think he had... Gosh, Away, Hennessy remember. and Louis Vuitton. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the guy. Yep. Sorry, Louis Vuitton. 
Yeah. But he lost it again. Musk got it back. Tiffany, Christian Dior, Sephora. Hennessy. It's good stuff. Overtook him for a while. And then uh, Elon Musk, though, returned it. So the answer is, even though as we record this, Elon Musk is number one, the answer is yes, he did get overtaken in 2023. Wild times. But what did the eight ball say? Wow. Wow. The eight ball. Nice. Pulls into a tie. Yes. Tied. Two rounds down. This episode is sponsored by Tide. Uh. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Tide, if you'd like to sponsor our show. I'm just scrolling through the list right now, and I'm on number 2,540th. I still don't see my name. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Oh, I didn't check new to the list. Let me check new to the list. Yeah, still not there. <laughs> There's next year. Let's go to round three. Paula, what do you got for the mm-hmm. eight ball to finish your, your questions? Well, as longtime listeners know, every year I always ask a question about the British royal family. This year's question is, Prince Harry is releasing a book called Spare, that is set to be released around January 10th, 2023. Will the book Spare sell more than 5 million copies by December 1st? Paulo, that's a lot of copies. And uh, we looked this up. Do you you know the answer to this? I don't know the answer to this. I assume it's probably yes, but I don't know the answer. The answer is actually no, according to multiple sources, that it didn't reach that far. Whoa. I don't know if it's all the Harry and Meghan scuttlebutt. With the family, wow. I, I don't know if it's all the other stuff going on with that family, but it didn't reach 5 million copies, according to many sources. So the answer, shockingly, is, is a big no. Wow. But you probably read it three times, didn't you? You know, I actually have not read it. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, the key there is yet. Whoa. Waiting for the right moment. You know, I did read Matthew Perry's memoir, and I've got to say that one was excellent. I saw that the other day on the on the shelf. Of course, nothing better than taking advantage of a guy's death to make sure we sell more books. Yes. Or to get his word out. He wrote the memoir to get his story out. Paula takes the nice view. Joe takes the cynical view. That's good. Let's, let's uh, dive in. Will the book Spare sell more than 5 million copies? The answer was no. Well, man. Gosh. Back behind by one. But it can still do it. There's three questions to go. It it can close. Can close that gap. Is there a tiebreaker question, too? There is a tiebreaker question. But we had a problem with this next one. And I just want, Len, I want you to tell the, uh, I want everybody to hear what this question is. And then I'll tell you what Karen, our producer, and I went through. What hell we went through. Uh, before we came up with our answer. (laughs) You know, there's been a lot of talk about UFOs and the military has been hinting that there's alien creatures out there. They've they've seen the UFOs and and they've been, they haven't come out right and said that's happened, but will there be definitive proof in 2023 that extraterrestrial life exists? What are we going to (laughs) use? And I start asking the question, what are we going to use as our proof? Do you guys remember what we said with the proof would had to be? I think we said a major media outlet would have to report it. 
major media outlet. We looked at the Wall Street Journal. We looked at the New York Times. We looked at Reuters reporting. We went to the AP. We looked all over the place. And what's funny was when the hearings were going on about extraterrestrials, Len, if you remember, there were some incredibly credible people there that were talking about their sightings, the things that they had seen from Mm -hmm. extraterrestrials. And uh, Mm -hmm. based on all of these different places and all of the credible people that said that they were real, Karen and I decided that just based on the reporting, and you had to pick one, so you picked the New York Times, based on the reporting for the New York Times, we had to answer yes. Even though I think there's a lot of people in the audience going, what? What? Len, do you think that yes is the right answer? Well, I'm biased anyways, because I've always thought there was something out there. So uh, have they come out flatly and said it? No. But I mean, if you just add up all of the testimony that happened in this past year, I would say yes. I, I think yes is a fair answer. I remember the testimony was amazing and nobody cared. That yeah. all of the people talking about was amazing, and the whole world went. I'm watching TikTok. I don't. I, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. OG, you think the answer here is yes? No, not even in the ballpark of being yes. So far removed from the answer, yes. Did it's, you see any of the testimony or the reporting in any of the major publications? This doesn't make any sense to me. Think about it. We told everyone when we landed on the moon. Could you imagine if we'd landed on Mars and there were other people? What would, what would, or things or whatever? Like, what would we do? Be like, oh, we're not going to tell anybody. We'd like capture one of them and take it back and like, look what we have. The other people, the things. Well, you make, that, why, that makes why? a good point. You do make a good point because I think the key word was definitive proof. Definitive proof. And maybe testimony is not definitive proof, right? Maybe just, so. To me, it just seems like for there to be another whatever species that has the wherewithal to manifest themselves in Earth, to Earth, that they are so much smarter than us unless they're living among us. Wait. Hold on. Maybe. Are you guys aliens? Oh. Dogs and aliens. <laughs> Dog's an alien. That answers a lot of questions because you know how he dresses, right? He doesn't dress like a normal person. I don't know that anybody's hiding anything. Nobody's hiding anything. I mean, you look at these Navy pilots. These are Navy I'm pilots. I'm saying they wouldn't hide. I'm saying the the alien people wouldn't be hidden. Like they could show up. They come from another galaxy like a bajillion light years away. They're so much smarter than us. And they're not like, hey, guys. So listen, hydrogen, trust us. This is how you want to do it. Oh, that little ass computer that you've got? No, no, no. Check this out. Look what we can do. Here, have this. Like, even if they're like helpful elves or something, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't they want to, maybe they want to, or they take us over and take all our resources. Like, there would be some sort of, it would be like Independence Day. Is what I'm saying. The movie. Uh, you make a good case. You make a good case. There's never been in the history of mankind a scenario where a superpower, except for the United States, didn't show up and go, "Oh, we can kick your ass." So we're gonna just cause we want this land, basically. And the U.S. did it in the U.S. part. We just haven't done it to like Canada and Mexico or anywhere else. Did but, the New York Times specifically say proof of extraterrestrials has been revealed? Well, I think the answer then, I guess, Len, has to be no. 
The answer has to be no. You are the final arbiter. Karen had this as yes. Well, whatever. I am with you as long as it corresponds with what Mr. Predicto said. That's right. We don't care what it is as long as the eight ball's right. <laughs> Let's give it a listen and find out. The answer is no. What's the eight ball say? You can rely on that. Oh, you dummy. Oh. <laughs> you even said it at the time, Len. You said it at the Jeez. time. <laughs> but you got to admit they came closer. They even had that guy in Mexico and the Mexican government supposedly coming out with, we had an alien, remember? Yeah. Did you see that thing? Did you see that thing? That was pretty impressive, actually. I was looking at that. I, that was cool. Pretty impressive and pretty fake. Did they prove it a fake? Did they prove that to be fake? I don't know. I, I know the background of the guy that was trying to prove it was real, and that was sketchy. Oh, he's a little sketchy? Okay. Well, Slightly, uh, yeah. Well, then I'm formally protesting. <laughs> Just like every year. This is not the Stacking Benjamin show without yeah. something being under protest, so we got to have that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question goes to OG. Right now, we need, we need the eight ball to win the last two. My kind of off-the-wall one as uh, something that's going to frustrate you, I think, Joe, a little bit. I know so where you're going. I knew you were going to ask this. What do you think I'm going to ask? I think you're going to ask. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Eight ball. Does Joe know what I'm going to ask? <laughs> it has been determined so. All right. What, what am I going to ask there, Mr. Joe? <laughs> you were going to ask if the University of Michigan football team is going to be in the national championship game. Actually, no, I hadn't even thought about that. Well, there there we go. There's the eight ball again for you. <laughs> that, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Redo. Redo. This one hits a little firmer. Is Bob Iger going to resign from Disney before the end of 23? Oh. <laughs> he kind of, he kind of OG wishes that he would have on some days. Some of the stuff he said around the Hollywood writer strike uh, got him some headlines I don't think he wanted. Plus bringing back uh, Disney Plus. It turns out that, uh, Maybe some of the problems weren't all Bob Chapex because uh, he's I think now he's in a world of regret that he's back, but he didn't resign and he didn't get fired. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we'll see. So see how long that stock price can stay at 90 bucks a share before people have people. Well, there has been some pretty decent activist stuff going on, like in terms of people trying to get on the board and enforce some change and, and, and that sort of stuff. So All kinds of activist board member stuff. We're going to visit uh, a mouse house in a couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll report back. You're going to prop up earnings single-handedly. Well, uh, a one day times five plus genie plus is $1,300. I know. So, Cheryl and I are yes. going at the end of uh, January and uh, one day park hopper at uh, Walt Disney world, $250 each, 500 bucks for two of us. Just for the ticket to get in, five hundred bucks. Yeah. What is the one you're doing? That's thirteen hundred. I can't say the words out loud because of where I am presently. Oh, okay, but it's well, by you. Yeah, it's the only one by you. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's for a day. Know, but I have five of them. Five of them. Five people. Oh, that was thirteen hundred for five of them. For five yeah, people. Five. Okay. Because I remember. Oh, now it's totally allowable. Oh, that's not. You know what? I used to get a season pass, and it was for the family. It was ninety nine bucks a person. You know that that, yeah. that was that was twenty years ago. He's coming out about the same price. A season pass. It's very close to the same price we paid. About two hundred fifty dollars just to get in. That's crazy. Happiest place on earth. Yeah. Because it's a one day. Yeah. Yay. All right, here we go. The eight ball's got to run the table here. Is Iger going to resign from Disney before December 1st? He did not, the eight ball said. 
When he sells out to Apple. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then we ask about selling out to Apple. By the way, we said at the time that we thought the eight ball had maybe taken a bender on these last few questions. The eight ball in the last three questions is uh, 0 for 3. And we predicted it a year ago that the eight ball was probably wrong on these. So that means the eight ball is going to lose. What are we at? Uh, We are now two below. Okay. So we want to lose big. The 500 mark. So it can only pull the one away. And uh, let's just do it because uh, we've got a message from somebody who's a member of our basement Facebook group. Will the Detroit Lions lose the 2023 Thanksgiving Day game again? And the answer is, as a longtime Detroit Lions fan, Lions are having a year. For those of you that don't follow football, Detroit Lions having a Great very year. good year. Yeah, they are. Great year. But, but, but. Thanksgiving Day, we kept with the longstanding tradition of getting our ass beat on national TV by the Green Bay Packers. Just fantastic fun uh, to make sure that I didn't have to watch very much TV that day, which was good. I got to enjoy the family time and uh, stay away from watching my Lions lose. So the answer is Lions lost. Uh, here we go. Is Does the eight ball think that they were going to lose? Everything points to yes. There it is. <laughs> Even the eight ball knew. After that wild ride of thinking aliens were going to be real and that Bob Iger was going to resign before December 1st, even the eight ball got it right that the Detroit Lions would lose again. So to recap, we're, we're one behind, right? The eight ball the Mr. Predicto is one lost behind. by eight one ball is one behind lost by one. Okay. Well, it's over. Yeah. Five right out of 12 questions. Wow. Not only did the eight ball lose, but also it's close to that 50, 50. Right. Yeah. 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 One, one away. But that 50, 50 question with the alien, it would have won. If you just not switched the uh, answer, it would have been up by one. It, it very well. It would have been a tie. Oh, it would have been a tie. It would have been a tie. It would have been six right, six yeah. loss. I was I was voting for you, Len. Blame OG for saying aliens aren't real. Don't we have a tiebreaker question? I thought there was a tiebreaker question. We do have a tiebreaker question, but we don't even have a tie. Uh, but we would <laughs> under Len's fantasy world. So um, I would submit to the judges that I would take a tie, yeah, just to hear the. All right, the tiebreaker question. question, I'm not going to go back and find this, because for those of you that aren't in on the production of this, it takes me about 18 (laughs) hours to go back and find every single one. But the question that we asked, and uh, Paula, you're the one that asked this, will the Magic 8-Ball answer more questions correct than wrong next year? Was the question you decided was the tiebreaker. We all agreed with Paula. The answer, of course, would have been no. If aliens were real, the answer would have been no, that it did not answer more correct than wrong. And the eight ball answer did answer no. So the eight ball would have won by one on the tiebreaker. Wow. So if there was a tie, the eight ball would have won the tiebreaker. <laughs> and it was actually this is very meta, isn't it? Yes, it was wow. very meta. It was meta. actually specifically, Paula, how you asked the question when you said, will it answer more correctly? And the answer, because it would have been tied, would have been no. And it would have, even though the answer was no, you would have won. Right. Because it didn't answer more correctly, which itself would have been correct. This is deep. Yes. This is deep. The eight ball's not wrong. It's the fact that OG doesn't believe in aliens that wrecked everything. 
Let's be clear. Wow. I need a potty break. Wow. We're all take a potty break. I'm so we'll confused. let the audience take a potty break. We have uh, our questions for 2024 for the eight ball right after this. Well, you know what I think about Navy Federal? I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country. And I also think about some of our active service members. want to say a special shout out to uh, my nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy. Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine. And my nephew, Nathan, is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. It's all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Well, if you're new to Stacking Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things so I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money, And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, we're able to collaborate together. We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now... Because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because, well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. Welcome to the second half of our special roundtable episode, The Magic 8-Ball, where we're asking The Magic 8-Ball, for those of you with short-term memory loss and have no idea what we were doing the first half of the show, (laughs) for those of you that for some reason start your podcast in the middle, we're going to ask The Magic 8-Ball predictions about uh, 2024. Paula, there's got to be something that you really want to know the answer to when it comes to these next 12 months. There are a lot of things that I would like to know the answer to when it comes to the next 12 months. But let's kick off with my annual tradition of asking a question about the royal family. We're going right to the royals. Right right to the royals. You know, it's just for those of you who have listened to Stacking Benjamins over the years, if we've grown up together, you know, there's always an annual royal family question. What's nice about these Magic 8-Ball episodes is that each episode is a little bit of a time capsule into what was on our minds, what was in the zeitgeist at this point one year ago. And so to capture the royal family mood of right around the new year, as as we 
flow from 2023 into 2024. The big question right now is, will Harry and Meghan reconnect with the royal family or or will the split be only continue to, to worsen? And so I think the way to quantify that is, will Harry and Meghan both spend at least two months in the UK between January 1st through December 1st of 2024? I don't believe they have a residence there anymore. I think they had to give that up when they rescinded their uh, their positions, correct? They agreed to compensate the taxpayers for the renovations, $3 million in renovations that they made to their residence. And I do believe they gave up the cottage, but I'm, I'm sure somebody would let them stay somewhere were they to come back to the UK. Well, you know what? Let's make it one month. Let's make it one month. Well, I, I was just saying they could stay in the UK and still not be reconciled. That's true, but we just need some type of quantifiable way to to answer this question, right? Because like, did Harry have a heart-to-heart with William is not something that we could ever definitively know, unless they made a public statement about it. Uh, what source are you going to go to to get this? Is it, um, are you going to stay stand outside the house this year and, and just Ooh. wait? Let's go with People Magazine as the reliable, most reliable source of celebrity news. We'll go with People Magazine. Yes. According to People Magazine, will Harry and Meghan spend at least one month in the UK between January 1st through December 1st of 2024. Len? All right. Mr. Predicto, you're up. Ask later when the time is right. (laughs) It sounds like we've got to play some Barry White and ask it again. Uh, Let's try. Oh, here we go. It is best not to say now. Oh my goodness! Oh my God, it's Mister Predicto. It's a this little is gun ridiculous. Shy. He's probably embarrassed after his performance from the last. Uh, come on, buddy. Let's just answer the question. You can rely on that. Oh, well, there we go. Can we rely on the fact that it doesn't want to answer? Are we relying on the fact that it's a yes? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to an ominous start. I know that. I don't know, but sounds like reconciliation, Paul. It might be in the air. Right, right. I mean, after the bombshell allegations that have come out, it uh, it would be rather sweet to see Harry and Meghan get more involved with their family across the pond. I wonder with the resurgence of suits, right? Uh, I mean, we've had a big resurgence in the show that she was a big part of. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how much money that pays those uh, residuals. I know from the strike that those residuals don't pay what they used to, nowhere close right. to what they used to pay. But I'd be curious to see if that resurgence really put some money in their pocket. Yeah, I have no idea. Let's go to Len, because you know what, Paula? I have no idea what Len's going to ask. How about that segue? I'm going to start with my traditional precious metals question, of course. This time, we're going to look at gold, and I would like to know, right now it's sitting at about, just above 2000 I want to know if it's going to get to 2500 by, what, what's our usual date, December 1st? Yeah. December yeah. 1st mm-hmm. of, of 2024. Will gold, Mr. Predicto, will gold hit $2,500 by December 1st? Just to give people an idea before you hit the eight ball. It's a 25% return. Yeah. On the day we're recording, I think I was about to say that, OG, I think that's about a 25% return. It's a big number, Len. That's a big number. Hey, we're putting, we're, so, okay, you could look at this as a soft, another softball for Mr. Predicto. So let's see what he says, though. He could screw it up just like he screwed up the whole last year. So let's see what he <laughs> yeah, All right. It has been determined so. 
Uh oh. There it is. Gold's going to do 25%. Could be good if you're a gold bug. If the Royals get back together and gold goes up 25%. (laughs) There's probably aliens also. Yeah. Do we we build the doomsday shelter then? Is that what we do? Wow. I told you he's not feeling well. I guess not. Uh, OG, what do you got? So my question, we've got a big uh, presidential election coming up. Will there be a change in the executive branch in terms of party? Because, you know, there's some question as to whether or not President Biden may may run, may not run. You know, so I I don't know how that's going to all shake out. But will there be a change in the party in the executive branch in 2020? Well, it wouldn't so be 2024. Not, not, would a different, elections not would a different Democrat win. It's going to be, will it be a Republican or some other party or independent? Yes. I don't suspect an independent will win, but who knows? But will it be a different party in the in the White House? Well, you know, Mr. Predicto does have his bona fides in, in politics. I mean, he actually predicted that Trump would be elected yes. back in 2016. If you remember that, that was a, that was quite the right. call. That was quite the I call. I do recall. 538. Mr. Predicto, you know, <laughs> same, same. Okay. You want to ask one more time? One more time. Yes. Will there be a change in party in the executive branch uh, relative to the election? Obviously, we know it doesn't take effect until 2025. All right. Let's see. The answer you seek is yes. Yes, the next president will not be a Democrat. Okay. Wow. There it is. The, you, you heard it here the first. The political question <laughs> out of the way. I went, like I always do, to our Facebook group, and uh, I got some great ones. The question, you know, we had the Bitcoin tear this year. Bitcoin being left for dead by some people a year ago. Now, Bitcoin with a big resurgence. Matt in our Facebook group wants to know, will Bitcoin reach by December 1st. How about that one? I like it. Very specific. Bitcoin 50. What are you thinking, Paula? Well, so the next halving event is uh, supposed to take place in the spring of 2024. And so with every Bitcoin halving event, historically, the price of Bitcoin has always shot up shortly after the halving. So I think that there's a very good chance that it will. That's roughly a 25%, also a 25% gain. I know. We're going for 25s here. All right. All right. Len, will Bitcoin reach 50,000? I don't know. But should we ask Mr. Predicto? (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Mr. Predicto. The answer is no. It will not. Wow, that was authoritative there. Wow. It's going to be interesting. Very interesting. If it does it, what's the storyline going to be? I mean, if it sits where it is or maybe gets a 10% return, that's an interesting story. If it goes to the floor like it did a couple of years ago, that's a whole nother story. But man, all right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Looking forward to following Mm -hmm. crypto next year. Paper hands predicto. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to round two. Paula, what do you got? All right. Well, on the topic of 25% uh, rises in value, 25% gains, since we're running with that, Every year, I always ask a question about a Latin American ETF. And so on, uh, keeping with that theme, the iShares Latin America 40 ETF, ticker symbol ILF, 
Will it, by December 1st, have year-to-date gains above 25%? Looking at the iShares Latin America 40 this year, it began the year back uh, just below $23 a share. Today, it's trading. It made it almost up to 30. It's trading closer to 28 and a quarter as of today, but still mm-hmm. uh, not a bad run from yeah. 23 up Big to 28. Gains. Yeah. Big gains across 2023. 25% Len, will ILF do 25% or more from January 1st to December 1st? Let's find out. Everything points to no. I'm headed to Latin America, so uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be doing my best to keep the markets up. I do hope it God, goes down a little bit. We have to listen though. to this already. What's that? So we have to listen to this already. Oh, about my trip to Peru. I'm headed to Latin America. <laughs> Scoreboard. <laughs> There's a yes. So uh, headed to Peru. Uh, going to visit Machu Picchu and say hi from all of all Joe of us. All these cool things, Len. Do you ever get invited to to Joe's excursions? I mean, he goes to Bali, Spain. Bavaria, Egypt, nice, isn't it? Jordan. Yeah. Never it's once pretty asked sweet. me. That's uh no, I don't uh Hey, what are you doing next Tuesday, what? OG? <laughs> Headed to Machu Picchu if you're bored. Bro, I'm bored. Hook me up. Going to Texarkana. It's exciting. Hard pass. I love it. All right. So there's Paula's. Let's move on. Len, what do you got for us? Uh okay, so this year it was very interesting. We had times Person of the year was Taylor Swift. I was looking into that a little bit. Did you know that prior to 2014, I think the first person of the year or man of the year at the time, it was called the Times, started in like 1929 or something like that. It started a long time ago. And up until 2014, there were only three individual females that had ever been awarded. Wow. They covered only there on the three. Times person of the year in all those years. Three in all, and then from 2015 to this year, 2023, or the, the previous 2023, and where Taylor won three since then, three more individual women have won now in the final in the last 10 years. So that got me thinking is it possible for the first time that the Times Person of the Year could be a back to back female individual winner? So, Mr. Uh, Predicto will. Times person of the year for 2024 be an individual woman, therefore being the first time ever for a back-to-back female winner? Without hesitation, yes. Wow. How about that? That's a very good question, Len. So I guess the question is who? Who could it be? Paula Payne. Duh. Could be Paula. (laughs) Could be Paula. I mean, it depends on what the big news stories are in the next year. I doubt I will be at the center of any of them, but <laughs> but if I am in the center of a new story, I hope it's as the the good one. Would you like to make your acceptance speech now? <laughs> Maybe you'll discover proof of extraterrestrials. That's probably going to be it. You'll be the one, Paula. <laughs> That'll get you right on. Or she'll cover. get arrested for hanging out outside of Harry and, and Meghan's house for, <laughs> for trying to figure out how many days they stayed <laughs> in there. Little home. I don't think that would garner person of the year status. <laughs> that might, might not. Might be creep of the year. <laughs> right. Seriously. All right. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. OG to you, my friend. Uh, what's your second one? 
Uh, my second one's going to be a money question today. So uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, interest rates and inflation and uh, recession from 2023. Right now, the Fed funds rate is uh, somewhere between five and a quarter and five and a half. My question is, is will the Fed funds rate be lower than 4.25? So four 25% reductions or four quarter point reductions or, or one big giant 1% reduction. I don't know how they're going to do it, but is it going to be 1% lower than it is right now? So 4.25 or lower yeah. by December 1, 2024. By December 1st. So it doesn't, what if it goes down and comes back up? Ooh, that would be epic. I, I, I don't, that's not really a thing that they do, right? This, they don't, it's kind of a trend. No, but I. But the way you phrased it is like, is it good enough that it just drops, you know, to four point two five at some point before December first, or does it have to be below four point two five on December first? I would say below by yes, December first. Although I'd like to ask the judges if I may be allowed the meeting that happens in early December as also to be part of this. I, I know we say December first, but there's a meeting in early December. I feel like I need that. Let's say December fifteenth on this one. Let's say December fifteenth. Four point two five that good or under you? on or near December fifteenth. Highly doubtful. Mm. I was thinking, OG, if that uh, did come true. Loosening of the rates as we thought. Yeah, if that did come true, though, does that signal it's a pretty damn bad year in 2024 if they're just dropping them that much? I don't know. I mean, they raised them that much, right? I mean, it's, it's, it went from damn near zero to five and a half in two years. Really fast. But that was like record. That was record raising. I mean, it, they had never risen, wrote, risen yeah. rates that quickly. I think it's beat risen, Len. Yeah. But they will drop them fast. It, I don't, the beer is kicking in on me here, Joe. So the lightweight here. So. And we're recording this at 6.30 in they the morning, never too. never done it before like this. Yeah. And I was singing. Fed guys are bullshit, man. Bullshit. All right. Hopefully, I hope the eight ball gets that one right. Because I think that much of a drop just signals too many bad things going on. If the Federal Reserve is yeah. going that crazy. We go to me and uh, back to the Facebook group, and I like this one from Melvin. Melvin, I like where you're going with your question. I'm going to change it a little bit. Melvin asks if the Magic 8-Ball is going to be replaced by ChatGPT. Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> never. And by the way, we should have covered the 8-Ball's ears before we even said Blast that. this. Because we, Man. the 8-Ball needs all the confidence it can get. <laughs> But we did see a possibility. We saw some shaking yeah. at OpenAI this year, right? We saw a problem where the board tried to get rid of the CEO. And then by popular demand, he came back. So here's my question. Will there be a change in leadership at OpenAI? And it can happen one of two ways. Either A, OpenAI no longer controls their own destiny. They're controlled by some other entity. Or... Number two, we have a different CEO. That's my question, Len. Oh, that's your question. So either of those, either two, of those two is, is yeah, you want to know? Yes. Very good. Yeah. Will, the, will there be a change at the top in one of those two ways? Let's see. That's kind of a softball for Mr. Uh, Mr. Predicto. Let's see. No. It's good. The, what's past is past is what Mr. Predicto is telling us. 
Things are going to continue going crazy uh, over there. That was very, very definitive. One word, no. Yes, it was very definitive. Yep. He had no, no other comment. He's just telling you, no. If I made a Mr. Predicto, like if we came up with another one, I'd give it some other phrases like, back off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. In your dreams. <laughs> right, exactly. I like the duh. Also, duh would have been a good one, too. Like you said, We do. Or we got to make it. We can make a new version of this thing. Yep. All right. That is the second round. We got one more round left. Paula, what else are you interested in learning about for uh, the next 12 months? All right. Well, Apple's Vision Pro is coming out in 2024. So the spring it 2024. Looks so cool. Right? Doesn't it? You know, spring 2024 is looking like it's going to be a big time for tech. We've got the Bitcoin having event. We've got Apple's Vision Pro coming out. So when Apple Vision Pro comes out, there may or may not be renewed interest in the metaverse, and we'll see how how that unfolds over the span of the year. And so I am curious in terms of general popular adoption of Apple's Vision Pro, right, and, and the way that culture changes through the adoption of new technology. I would like to know, by December 1st, will Apple sell more than... 1 million units of its Vision Pro. 1 million units. 1 million. Million. Boy, for a new technology like that, that's great. Now is not the right time to tell you. Oh, don't tell us what to do there, Mr. Predicto. (laughs) I'll try again. (laughs) Well, well, we should ask him again. Ask nicely this time. All right, Miss... Mr. Predicto, I would greatly love your input on the following question. Will an entity known as Apple, which is a company based in the United States, will it sell more than one million units of a new device termed the Vision Pro in 2024 prior to December 1st? cannot be found at this point. He just wants you to keep talking like that. <laughs> yeah, I think he likes it. Talk even slower, Paul. All right, Mr. Predicto. <laughs> Mr. Predicto, you have no doubt heard uh, the hubbub, the hoopla, the razzmatazz around <laughs> Apple's Vision Pro. <laughs> I am curious. Kerfuffle. If the number of units sold by Apple of the Vision Pro prior to December 1st of 2024 will be a number that is at least seven figures, meaning one million. Yes, it is. God, it only took him all day to answer that one. Now it's certain. Now (laughs) it's certain. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You really had to think about it. Mr. Predicto, Mr. Predicto, would you like to go out with Paula for drinks after the show? There is no doubt. Aww, very sweet. Very sweet. Paula's got a fan. Paula's got a fan. All right. That brings us to you, Len. What's your last question? Okay. So we're talking to AI and I think NVIDIA, I think they had a huge, huge. year this year. Uh, or the pat in 2020. Huge, huge year. My goodness, I think they were up more than 200% on the year. And now it's, I think it's over $400, maybe pushing 500 
So will this continue? Because in, in, in NVIDIA, it's because of the AI, the whole AI thing that they're just capitalizing on this now. So um, will that continue? Will NVIDIA, let's say, will the stock double again from the close of 2023? Will it double Ooh. by December 1st? By we're, December we're leaving 1st. that 25% uh Thing that we've been doing. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, this is huge. Wow. I mean, the AI thing, uh, yeah. you know, it's still, does it still have room to run? And by the way, before you uh, ask it, let's just kind of give the universe yes. some information about Len and quoting stock prices. Uh, so this morning, it was at 499.18. So you said 500, which is fantastic. Of course, uh, as soon as you mentioned it, I noticed a pretty big sell off of 3% today or $15. So. <laughs> So good job, Len. Down to 480, 481. Thank you. Down 20 Thank bucks you. since the high water market this afternoon this morning. Anyways, so you want it to double again, you greedy SOB. It turns out the Chinese are big fans of the recording of this show. You can't get a 10% return like the rest of us, Len. You only do doubles, huh? All right. I get it. All right. Do I have to ask this again? I think we, we will, will NVIDIA... Double again by December 1st, 2024. Mr. Predicto. Hello. The answer is yes. I'm going all in. Wow. <laughs> he was trying to sleep, Len. All in NVIDIA. Wow. Calls. Yeah. He's <laughs> I think he's getting tired. Remember, this is a, this is not investment advice. This is not For investment entertainment advice. Purposes please, only. 140, by the way, was the opening price. <laughs> In 2023, 140, it's uh, 480 something, so up 240 yeah, percent. Yeah, so what's that? That's more than a double. That's more than a double. That's more than a two bag. I would say yes. Not too shabby. It is a quad almost. I would also like to point out that anybody that heard what the eight ball did with last year's results would not consider that investment advice either. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. But this <laughs> might be the one that it gets right. All right, let's go to the last question. And uh, OG, you know, wait a minute, this is a penultimate question. Sorry. Penultimate question, correct. Ooh. Uh, this one I got from the upstairs, aka my boys. I said, Was there anything that you're curious about that we should ask the eight ball for? And uh, they're big cowboy fans, they're loving the cowboy stuff right now. Uh, so my son was very specific. In his cowboy question, will it be the Cowboys versus the Bills in the Super Bowl? Hmm. I, I, I was like, hmm. do you, you want to the Cowboys to win? The Bills part, I'm not so sure about. You know, and he said, no, Cowboys versus Bills in the Super Bowl. Wow. In 2024. That particular. That is very particular. Okay. That's a toughie. That's a toughie. Hey. Let's see. Mr. Predicto, what you say? He is getting tired. Boy, he is not responding. There we go. Definitely not. <laughs> oh. But you don't know if that's negative about Texas or if it's negative about uh, the Bills. <laughs> like, really, that could go either way. I'm just glad he said no. I think the odds are no. He's going to nail that one. There's just so many. Yeah. That's very difficult to hit right when you're picking two teams. Like I, I, mm. I understand. I think he was smart. I, I think one of my sons is trying to play the uh, yes. The uh, what is that called? The super trifecta or whatever it is. When you, you not only guess the winner, but you guess the loser and also all the other stuff. He's trying to parlay it. I'm not sure. Mm. 
Ah, maybe he should stick to NVIDIA stock. <laughs> I've got a bunch of great questions from uh, people that I'd like to acknowledge that we're not going to do. Glenn, Glenn wanted us to ask about the Detroit Lions again. And uh, OG, your kids changed that one. I don't want to ask two of those in a row. Julie asked, will the Spartans win the national championship? Julie, have you seen the Spartans lately? In what? <laughs> Curling? Answer's probably not. Mike asked, will Joe visit Bali in 2024? Can he refrain from talking about it? There's another one. <laughs> uh, will the Chiefs trade Taylor Swift for Selena Gomez? John asks. So, nice. Good one. Leave it to our leave it to our stackers with some great questions. But let's go to a financial one here. You know, we've seen a lot of talk about inflation this year. Of course, inflation finally may be settling down. But if we have, you know, an economy that struggles next year, maybe inflation heats up again. So I think that Vincent asked this question in a great way. He says on December 1st of next year, Let's change this to the day we record, Vincent. So it's because it's got to be a variable day because we got to go to the store and see. Will a can of Arizona, Arizona tea, still carry a price tag of 99 cents? That's almost Ooh. like Len's sandwich survey every year, right? Wow. Or it's like the Costco hot dog special of $1.50, right? It's been that way forever. Yeah. The hot dog and the Coke and the. But, but sell where? Sell where for that? For 99 cents? I've Apparently, it yeah, costs 99 well, cents now. I have no idea. Because I'm pretty sure in New York City, it would cost more. Well, you know why? Because somebody's got to walk it from Arizona. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Does a can of Arizona in Arizona cost 99 cents? <laughs> Wait. I don't know. Can I order it online? Hold on. Arizona iced tea. Ooh. Actually, on Instacart. 99 cents for a 23 fluid ounce can of Arizona green tea with ginseng There you go. And Let's use Instacart. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll use Instacart. And uh, I'm glad you went with the fluid ounces, not the non-fluid ounces. <laughs> exactly. Not the solid ounces. <laughs> Wait. Or the vaporous the ounces. <laughs> I'm like, do we really need the word fluid? <laughs> All right, Len, there it is. 99 cents on the day we record next year. Oh, oh, wow. Wouldn't it be wow. funny if it still was, but they were running a sale? I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I actually, so in, in, uh, in full disclosure, so what I'm seeing on Instacart right now, and this is, of course, you know, Instacart knows that I live in New York City, so um, I'm seeing New York prices. But on Instacart right now, it is regular $1.09, but on sale 9% off for 99 cents. I can take a screenshot for posterity if you'd like. Awesome. There it is. Thank you. Just use Joe's uh, Instacart. Hey, you just need the link for next time. Just use the same link? Well, so you can look it up next time. Oh, I can just Google Instacart Arizona iced tea. <laughs> or do that. That That's would simple. work too. Yeah. Or press the easy button. <laughs> that, that would be fine. Whatever you think is appropriate. <laughs> All right. On that note, that will uh, put the bow on our longest, maybe most fun episode. Uh, I love recording this every year. Do we need a tiebreaker? Oh, we do need a tiebreaker. Don't don't put the bow on it yet. Paula, what's our tiebreaker going to be this year? Well, I loved the, uh, will the Chiefs trade Taylor Swift for Selena Gomez? I love that question, but we'll do a slightly modified version. 
by December 1st, 2024, will Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey still be in a relationship? And that could be that they are boyfriend, girlfriend. That could be that they're married. But will they be in a relationship? Romantic. A romantic Romantic. relationship. Or, Paula, and this won't be part of the official question, or will the name of uh, Taylor Swift's next hit song be The Chief I Used to Love? Oh, doesn't she write? She writes about every dude she dates and breaks up with, doesn't she? Yes. I mean, everybody does. That's literally like half the majority of songs that are out there are love songs. Have you written songs about your breakups? I don't write songs. Have you written? I've never written a song about my breakup. I've never written a song, period, ever. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if I were to write a song, that's likely what I would write about. I'm pissed off about so-and-so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, will they be in a relationship? All right, Len, what do we got? Without hesitation, yes. Wow. Whoa. That means they're sticking together, right? Yeah, they're sticking together. Travis That's and Taylor. Interesting. How about that? Congratulations. We'll be the first to say congratulations. Yeah. All right, let's uh, finally now, let's put a bow on this thing. OG, what are you doing this first grand uh, weekend of the new year? Well, speaking of your Lions, I am going to go watch a Lions football game this weekend. Dang, fantastic. Lions uh, having a heck of a year, so go, go Lions. Len, what's going on at LenPenzo.com, man? You know what? We're looking at uh, tricks retailers use to uh, trick you into buying things. Oh. So there's uh, these are actual tricks that they do, and a lot of people fall for them. So uh, it's very interesting, actually. So stop on by lenpenzo.com. Will you be stopping by, Mr. Predicto, at, to read that article? The answer is no. Oh. We're going to AI next year. <laughs> Have you heard about the kid with watermelons at the watermelon cart on the side of the road? Uh, a guy stops at the cart and says to the kid, so how much are you selling watermelons for? And the kid goes, it's $10 for one or it's $8 for two. And the guy goes, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it's $10 for a watermelon or it's $8 for two. The guy goes, you're, you're, wow. Who came up with that pricing structure? And the guy go, the kid goes, I did. He goes, all right, man, I'm taking two. He's like $8. And so he grabs the two watermelons. He puts them in the back of his car, but then he starts to feel guilty, right? That the kid just doesn't get it. And he walks back and he says to the kid, he's like, hey, you just got to realize, like you just sold me two watermelons less than the price of one. He goes, no, I use my pricing strategy to get you to buy two watermelons instead of buying one. Mm, Tricky. How about that? Tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Why the f*** did I bring that up? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to go back and shove that one in my article. Yes. So before it's, uh, before That's exactly reads. what I brought up because it's a trick. Yes. Arizona iced tea. It'll be like $50 for one. That's right. <laughs> or $1.98 for two. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's happening at Lempenzo.com. Paula. What's going on at the Afford Anything podcast, which may be why you're going to be person of the year, because it'll be like podcast of the year. Oh, that would be very sweet. That would be very sweet. Well, we're kicking off the year with an interview with Hal Elrod, who is the author of Miracle Morning. Because it's the new year, a lot of people have New Year's resolutions and goals. Hal Elrod talks about how to have a great morning routine so that you can hit your New Year's goals. And then, of course, 
Today, the first Friday of January, we have our monthly first Friday bonus episode. So uh, we're talking about what's happening in the economy. We're taking a snapshot of where we are. We're doing a bit of a 2023 year in review and a 2024 look ahead. So tune into our first Friday snapshot of current events episode. Great way to kick off your year. Getting things right with Hal Elrod. What a great getting that morning together. And then uh, and then looking back at last year, just like we just did, but maybe a little bit more, uh, a little bit more compact than what we just did. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to put a bow on it. Uh, Doug, well, why don't you put the bow on this? What is our to-do list uh, for today? So what's stacked up on our to-do list today? First, take some advice from the Magic 8-Ball. Get your savings account into something higher yield. It won't cost you anything. It takes maybe 15 minutes. Your wallet will congratulate you. Second, silver? Yeah, maybe don't buy that investment. Better yet, look through your investments and see which are too esoteric for your goals. Seriously, if you're out there picking stocks, are you picking or betting? Use indexes in 2024 for a more secure future. But my big to-do? Well, this one is obvious. Buy rental real estate in England to help people catch Harry and Meghan sightings. Or maybe better yet, the big lesson is to base your decisions on your plan and not a magic eight ball. That would suck. Thanks to Len Penzo for joining us today. You can find Len at lenpenzo.com slash I'm taking my ball and going home. Thanks to Paula Pant for joining us. You'll find her show, Afford Anything, wherever you're listening to us right now. And thanks also to OG for joining us today. Looking for good financial planning help? Head to stackingbenjamins.com slash OG for his calendar. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2024, and is created by Joe Sihai. Our producer is Karen Repine. This show was written by Lisa Curry, who's also the host of the Long Story Long podcast, with help from me, Joe, and Doc G from the Earn and Invest podcast. Kevin Bailey helps us take a deeper dive into all the topics covered on each episode in our newsletter called The 201. You'll find the 411 on all things money at The 201. Just visit stackingbenjamins.com slash 201. Wonder how beautiful we all are? Of course, you'll never know if you don't check out our YouTube version of the show, engineered by Tina Eichenberg. Then you'll see once and for all that I'm the best thing going for this podcast. Once we bottle up all this goodness, we ship it to our engineer, the amazing Steve Stewart. Steve helps the rest of our team sound nearly as good as I do right now. Want to chat with friends about the show later? Mom's friend Gertrude, Stacy Doe, and Julia Garib are our social media coordinators, and Gertrude is the room mother in our Facebook group called The Basement. So say hello when you see us posting online. To join all the basement fun with other stackers, type stackingbenjamins.com slash basement. For more interactive fun, join us in Instagram every Tuesday and Thursday for our Instagram Lives. Kate Yonkin and Joe host these weekly. Not only should you not take advice from these nerds, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you next time back here at the Stacking Benjamin Show.
Well, Stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.